Regardless of what it is, sometimes the hardest part of carrying a heavy burden is just not seeing a reason for it. Weirdly enough, there's usually some sort of comfort in purpose, right? Even if it's not a purpose we choose. But what if there is a purpose in your pain? What if it's not designed to destroy you, but to prepare you? Are you intrigued? I'm Eve Stipes, and this is the Grace Lace Podcast. Today, my co-host Ruth Jo Simons and I are talking about the truth that God wastes nothing. And we're so glad you're here with us. As we've already touched on in this season, so much of our energy on any given day is spent on trying to avoid pain. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of avoiding this particular episode already. So <laughs> welcome to the Grace Lace Podcast. I mean, the reality is like, who really wants to talk about pain mm. or how hard it is to um, have a good attitude about going yeah. through seasons that you would rather not deal with altogether. So yeah. Eve, you want to kick us off today? I mean, we try to be honest here and um, we try to share with you all because the reality is all these topics always start with us, yeah. even I, recognizing that these are real um, parts of our story where we have to apply the truth of God's word. So mm-hmm. yeah. So who doesn't want to talk about pain, grief, and loss, you know? Um, but yeah, I when we were talking through this topic, I think the, the season that comes to mind for me of something that just felt like it would destroy me is um, 2020, which probably for a lot of us, mm-hmm. it felt like that season was going to take it out, take us out, right? Um, it was hard on lots of levels. I, at the beginning of 2020, was really pregnant with twins. Um, They were born in April, but in the end of March, uh, my dad had an accident and unexpectedly passed away. And it was right on the bridge of all of the COVID restrictions coming down. So when he went into the hospital, my mom and my brother were able to be with him. But just, I think two days later, um, it was when they shut things down and said, okay, no more visitors now in the hospital at all. And so I was at that point, I think 32 weeks pregnant and in the middle of like, what is happening with all of these restrictions and what's happening in the world? And then my dad passed and I just remember that season feeling so heavy, right? Um, yeah, he wasn't ill. This wasn't. No, it was a total it, it surprise. Was completely unexpected. Yeah. yeah, completely unexpected. And because of the distance and my pregnancy and COVID, Uh, I wasn't able to be there at the hospital. They live uh, about five hours away. And so um, just so much grief to navigate. Mm -hmm. And then four weeks later to the day, the twins were born. And so then you're in the haze of newborn, postpartum. We had a two-year-old at the time as well. And even the desire to have let your dad meet those twins, you know? So it's all that wrapped up in that grief. And so much so many layers to it, right? We couldn't have a normal funeral and we didn't get to see each other quickly. And, and all Mm -hmm. of the pieces that I just, as they stacked on top of each other and especially all of that in a sleepless season, Mm -hmm. um, I've since learned how important sleep really is to me and to my Mm -hmm. health. Um, I just, I felt totally buried. Like this is like, it can't get any worse. Lord, what is it that you are doing how am I supposed to respond in this season? This just feels like something we should have not had to deal with. 
yeah. on every level. Like, why is this happening? And, you know, the farther I get away from it, we're coming up on four years now, which seems incredible in March. Um, since that time, the more I have perspective and can kind of look backwards, mm-hmm. I can see a couple of things. One, that God was so, so faithful to us in that season. All of the things that were hard were real, but there was some strange silver linings that happened because of that particular set of circumstances. My mom was able to come and stay um, with our family for almost three months, which was super helpful to help with the twins in that season and our our toddler. Um, Cody was home from work because he worked uh, for a school system. And so his ability to be home, God really took care of our family and of my emotional fragility, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, in that season. Um, and I can also see how he built some things in me in that season. And I can also see that it was really hard. I think yeah. when you're in the midst of it, you just kind of keep moving, you keep going. And um, and now when I look back, I can see like, wow, that was a really dark period of life and time and mental health and physical yeah. health, a lot of pieces. Um, but yeah, so as we, as we talk today and think through the lies that sometimes contribute to the heaviness or the burden of what's happening, I think the one that comes to mind, we've already alluded to it, is that pain will destroy me. Like that there's no coming back Mm -hmm. from a deep or intense pain. And there's no way that a season like that can be useful. And while we, you know, are addressing the fact that that is a lie, that pain will not destroy you, that's not diminishing the fact that pain is real and that pain is hard. And, And in that um, season, I think this is just, just an aside, but in that season, um, you know, as a friend, I would not, and I don't think I did come alongside you and say, don't feel that pain. Pain won't destroy you. It's going to be okay. Here's the truth of God's word. No, no, no. The truth of God's word will be healing balm. It will encourage, it will remind you of the truth. But the goal of preaching truth to yourself is not so that you don't feel your feelings or you don't work through right. the real pain. And it's not even so that you don't ask the hard questions because the the real question of, Lord, what's your purpose in this? Mm-hmm. Why did you choose this particular pain and set of circumstances for our family? Those are questions that whether we have them truly answered this side of heaven or not, we the Lord can handle us asking those in our yeah. grief. And yeah. preaching truth to yourself isn't, oh, I'm going to preach truth to myself, so I'm going to be a robot and not feel those things or ask those questions. That's yeah. not what we're saying. I think what you and I are trying to allude to is the fact that pain and suffering is real. And what you experience, that's like, that really is rock bottom of like losing the, you know, losing somebody you love so dearly, being in a set of circumstances that didn't even make it um, even a little bit um, comforting in that situation. Mm-hmm. You just had to push on through another year of even the whole world falling apart. Yeah. Um, and in that, yes, the lie is still true. The lie that pain will destroy you. No, God had you in the palm of his hand and he's not the pain will not destroy you, but as he reveals those purposes, um, that sometimes takes time and it's not going to happen all at once. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't we all wish that we could just snap our fingers and be like, okay, Lord, yeah, got got the message. Now let's yeah. let's move on. Let's hurry up and jump to the next part. You but- know, my um, I think I've told the story at different point, points of my journey, and I usually don't go deep in the details because it's not all my own story to share. But you know, when our family went through loss, it wasn't the loss of a person. It wasn't mm-hmm. a family member that passed, but it was a loss of. Um, a ministry that we had poured our hearts and souls into and that we had spent years and years and years leading and growing and founding. And, um, and the, the point at which we parted ways was so painful because it included a lot of things that felt unresolved. It Mm. felt unfair. It felt, um, confusing. Yeah. It did not feel like a, a situation that um, I could just walk away with and away, away from and say, okay, I see why that happened. In fact, mm-hmm. it was more like, this makes no sense. This yeah. is not what I want. This is How not I what's right. <laughs> this yeah. is, everything feels wrong, 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 wrong. And um, while that's not the same thing as losing your dad, Eve, I, I just resonate with feeling like that three, four months of like almost just being in a dark hole of, mm-hmm. I will put my one foot in front of the other, but I don't know how to function. Yeah. I don't know fun- how to function when I feel this much pain. And I probably did believe the lie that my pain would destroy me or that this set of circumstances would be the end of my happiness. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we're going today. We're talking, we've been talking all season about, um, how and what to preach to our own hearts when we're burdened. And we've been, it's not been comprehensive, but we've been talking about lots of ways in which we feel burdened, whether Mm -hmm. it's that we think we have to carry it all or whether we think we have to provide for ourselves or that we have to save ourselves. There are so many aspects of our lives where if we break it down, we realize what we're actually doing is that we are trying to be God in our lives and we're trying Mm. to take on everything so that, um, so that we can feel comfort and assurance and peace. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about the lie that we would somehow never have peace. And we mm-hmm. saw that God promises peace. It's just that it's not yeah. going to be peace the way sometimes we want to have peace in the timing right. we want it. And so today we're talking about how sometimes we got we get caught up in the lie that pain will utterly destroy us. And so what is the truth we can preach to ourselves today, Eve? Yeah, I, well, let me read the verse first and then I'll, I'll have my comments about it. Um, this is second Corinthians chapter four, verses 16 through 18. And here's what it says. So we do not lose heart though. Our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day for this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Mm. Oof. I love that passage. I know. I feel like it equally comforts and challenges me mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. It's the reminder that um, God is at work even when we don't see how everything's going to get resolved, right? Which is really the starting point for casting our burdens on him is recognizing he is able, 
and we don't have to work so hard to try to carry it all ourselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's sometimes when you'll read a verse or a specific phrase, and obviously this is a translation, the translation we just read is the ESV, and it may come across differently in different translations, but the the phrase or part of it that says our outer self is wasting away hmm. just feels like it resonates so deeply. Like, uh, like when I think about that season or other yeah. times of deep grief, like that my body, like my outer self is wasting away. It just feels so apropos, like, yes, that is how it feels. And then for it to be followed, like, but our inner self is being renewed day by day. Like God is at work in some way, feels so hopeful right after something that's so heavy. This is the same Paul that speaks about being pressed and under pressure and completely frustrated and yet not crushed to the point of despair Mm. or being destroyed because he knows that ultimately this life is not the end all be all, that his body is not the end all be all, that he's not trying to put his hope in the things of earth, the things that are seen. And so um, I love remembering that this is the Paul that said, you know, to live as Christ and to die as gain. Mm. And I don't know that that is easy for us to um, wrap our minds around when we're going through something super painful. Like when we, you know, lost friends, lost a ministry, moved, struggled with lots of new beginnings, felt hurt. Mm. That is not an incredibly easy time to say, but to die as gain (laughs) and to live as Christ. That's not the first thing on my mind. And yet- I think about how much if we are to, even if today, friends, you're listening in and you're like, I don't feel terribly burdened at this moment. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going through some major loss or pain in this very moment, but especially if you are, but in any season, if we recognize how God is at work and why we can lay that burden and that lie down and replace the narrative with truth, then when we do walk through the most painful and unimaginable loss, we will know the truth of God's purposes. And Mm -hmm. we might even preach it back to our own hearts when we're tempted to believe that we're going to be crushed beyond belief and beyond um, hope. Yeah. I read a quote by John Piper that I think is super interesting because even the phrase, this light momentary affliction, I think I come back to that often too, because Truthfully, when you're in the middle of something, it does not feel light. Yeah. It does not feel momentary, right? It feels long and hard. That's how it Always. feels <laughs> when we are in the midst of it. When we look back, we can say, okay, it was momentary. It did not last forever. And compared to, like it says, the eternal weight of glory, it is a lighter thing. And so here's what Piper has to say about it. This does not mean that it, being the affliction, only lasts for 60 seconds. It means it only lasts a lifetime, which is momentary mm. compared with the million ages of millennia. Mm. And that's all. The word means present. The present afflictions, the afflictions that will not outlive this present life. I do not lose heart for my afflictions will end. They will not have the last say in my life. Hmm. And I just think that perspective, that eternal perspective to say, even if it lasts genuinely my entire lifetime, I mean, when I think about friends and even kind of my own wrestling with chronic illness and thinking Mm -hmm. through, there are some things that I will have to navigate or that my friends have to navigate for the rest of their earthly life. And sometimes those things are really hard. 
And yet it's just our earthly life, right? Like even your entire life, if you've ever heard that analogy of like the line and the dot, Mm -hmm. right? Like if eternity is a whole line, your life is one dot on the line and how if I can wrap my brain around and ask the Lord to help me have that perspective, it really does shift how I'm experiencing the affliction or the pain of yeah. right now. When I look back to that passage of scripture we just read, what sticks out to me and what, I mean, every part of it is truth we can preach to ourselves. But since I'm about to put you on the spot, even have you <laughs> kind of preach do our myself. exercise to preach to yourself. Um, what stands out to me is that our inner self is being renewed day by day. Mm, How? Yes. Not because you are like signing up for a new course or no, this yeah. is the work of the spirit, right? That mm-hmm. our inner self is being renewed day by day because of Christ. Because yeah. of Christ, we have a destination. This earth and being buried in the ground is not our final home. Mm. And so if our inner self is being renewed by day by day, because who we are is not just our bodies and this Mm -hmm. lifetime, it's our souls. Um, But then also that it's preparing the affliction, the pain, this, this lifetime of, I wish it weren't this way. That is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And when I think about those two parts that it's God's work, through sanctification, through his kindness, through his pursuit of us, that when we're in Christ, he renews us day by day, drawing us closer and preparing us for all that he has in store for us, not just the pearly gates or the streets of gold, not just heaven in its its place, but preparing for us Mm. for the weight, the glorious weight of being in his presence and having no more tears and no yeah. need for even light because he is there. And so I think about how even now um, I can give thanks that I've walked through some pain because mm-hmm. that pain causes me to shift my gaze and look mm-hmm. to Jesus, yeah. not look to the things that are unseen or look to the things that are seen, but looking to the things that are unseen. That yeah. pain has caused me to put my hope in Jesus when it's tempting to put my hope in other things. That pain has caused me to think on eternity and not try to store up all my riches and treasures and happiness here on earth. So in all that pain and the purpose of pain is in part preparing us Mm. for God's presence where we will stand complete and renewed because he was faithful even while we were in the pain. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if the lie is that pain will destroy me or take me out, then the truth that we preach because of second Corinthians is that God wastes nothing, mm-hmm. right? That's what we're calling this episode. God wastes yeah. nothing because every piece of pain, hardship, or delight or joy, all of it is used for our sanctification. Like you just yeah. said, all of it is used in that inward renewal day by day as we are made more like Jesus God can use the really hard things, he can use the really joyous things, and he can use every piece in between to make us into the image of Christ so that we are ready for it when we hit eternity. So I won't go into it because you and I didn't add this into our notes here, but you know, everything we just talked about sounds a lot like my new book coming out now and not yet. You know, this is a core message for me that God wastes nothing and that even the seasons that we wish did not exist, 
or the unwanted circumstances are actually preparing us for the not yet that, that, Mm -hmm. that other side of our current circumstances. And so if this is um, resonating with you, um, you can actually download the first chapter right now at nowandnotyetbook.com. And I would be so honored if you pre-order the book and we have all sorts of goodies and gifts and bonuses to offer you soon, but didn't mean to hijack the conversation. I just wanted to make sure that our listeners, if they're like nodding, if you're nodding your head and you're like, (laughs) yes. Yes. And then also if you're like, so what happened, Ruth? What happened after all that (laughs) loss? And what happened when you moved and you lost friends and you lost (laughs) your ministry that you worked so hard on? What happened? Well, I won't take time on this podcast, but I, I write all about it in yeah. now and not yet. So if that is something that would encourage you as you um, process your current right now and mm-hmm. your season that feels like is a waste or um, is pain that's going to just ruin you, um, I invite you to join me with now and not yet. So. Yeah, commercial I mean, over. Just I mean, kidding. I'm well. I mean, like I'm a little biased, and I've read it already. Spoiler alert! And it's it's really helpful. I think it is. It is this message, and I think it's really going to encourage a lot of you. So definitely get that first chapter and get a little sneak peek taste of what's to come. Well, thanks, Eve. Well, why don't we end our time with you just modeling? what we mean by preaching truth to ourselves. We've been talking all season long. And if you are unfamiliar with the concept, um, I didn't make it up. I just mirror what I see in scripture, but I do write about it in the truth-filled Bible study um, through the book of Colossians. But it's a reminder that we want to identify the care. We look at what's burdening us and what's it's like what the psalmist does, you know, why so downcast? Oh, my soul, like asking himself, what's yeah. going on? Why are you so bummed? Why are you so distraught? And then secondly, to tell your soul what to do. Remember who God is and what he's done. Um, speak to yourself about who God is and then embrace gospel hope. Articulate how those truths apply to your burden, meaning every specific situation, I am worried or I am scared or I am fearful that, um, these things will, will ruin my life, that Mm -hmm. you actually speak the truth of the gospel and remind yourself just like we did with the scriptures today, why that passage of scripture or anyone that you're in will remind you who God is, who we are and why we have hope in it. So do you want to model it and try it? Yeah, I will. I will um, just model it even using kind of the scenario that I shared in the beginning, like Mm -hmm. what did it look like for me to preach truth in that season? And so, yeah, to identify the care, to say, Lord, this hurts. This is painful. My heart aches. I don't know if I can recover from the pain of this season. It it really stinks. Um, And just being really honest. And then telling my soul what to do sounds something like, And yet I know who God is, that he does not waste anything, that the pain I experience now is temporary in the big light and scheme of eternity and that God is with me, right? He is my Emmanuel. He is with me in this pain. He has not abandoned me. He will not leave me. He is going to use this for some purpose. And then embracing gospel hope to say, so I will put one foot in front of the other. Like I can move through life and I can continue to trust you knowing that you are making me like Jesus 
with this painful situation just as much as you are in a season that feels joyful and Mm -hmm. feels lighter. Um, So I will rest in trusting your character and your ability to carry me through this season. Yeah. So good. Eve, will you pray for our listeners? Yeah, I'd love to. Lord, this particular episode feels so personal um, to say, yeah, to look back and and feel the emotions even of a season that was so hard. And so, Father, I lift up to you a listener who might be walking through a similar season of grief where they have lost someone dear to them and it just feels like the pain is bottomless and they cannot see their way out of it, Lord, or for a sister who is ending a relationship that feels like death, that there is just a break in something that they didn't have control over and they didn't ask for and they didn't want. Lord, for those situations and for others that just feel like the pain is going to take them out, I pray that the truth of your word would bring comfort to their soul in a way that only your spirit can apply it. Lord, would you help them to hear this today and say, yes, this is light and momentary and it is producing something in my heart that you are not wasting their season of heartache, of pain, of grief, and of loss. Lord, we love you and we want to follow you and we want to do that even when it's hard And so for anyone in hard right now, or hard is down the road for them, we all fall into one of those two categories. Would you be near? Would you make your presence really tangibly known and felt through your word and through community? Lord, would you just meet the person where they are today, right now? Would you infuse hope into their soul when they think about the fact that you are using this one way or the other, Lord, would it produce um, praise to you for who you are? We are so grateful to be your kids. We're so grateful that you take care of us um, even when we feel lost or misunderstood or are just really sad. Thank you for being a God who hears us and sees us and is not afraid of our questions and for your spirit that helps us preach truth. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. This episode wraps up our Preach to Yourself season, and we're praying that it has helped you welcome the new year with hope amid the burdens you may be carrying. If you found any of the episodes in the season especially encouraging, we'd be so honored if you'd share it with your friends or on social media. We're taking a short break from the podcast, but we will be back this spring with another new season. Make sure you're subscribed or following this show so that you'll be notified when it releases. 